Welcome to Tuesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. I would like to take this time to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Woo-hoo-hoo. No, no, no. I thought I made it clear yesterday. Here on the Morning Show Podcast, we wait until after Thanksgiving. No, no, no. To celebrate Christmas and all the, the winter holidays. I got to start working on my What's Trending gift guide, all the things. That is something you should probably do before yeah, Thanksgiving. You're right. To get people a, a head start on their shopping, which I intend to do this year. <laughs> okay. But I have intended to do it every year for the past six years, uh, and I have not done so yet. Okay. So we'll see. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. The man who broke into Nancy Pelosi's home and attacked her husband, Paul Pelosi, with a hammer has officially been charged. David DePap is charged with one count of assault of an immediate family member of a U.S. official with the intent to retaliate against Nancy based on the performance of her official duties. That carries a maximum sentence of 30 years in prison. He's also charged with one count of attempted kidnapping of a U.S. official on account of the performance of the official's duties, which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Paul Pelosi was taken to the hospital and underwent a surgery to repair a skull fracture from the hammer. He's expected to make a full recovery. Following in Kanye West's footsteps, Kyrie Irving has found himself under heavy scrutiny for an anti-Semitic tweet that he posted over the weekend. Kyrie plays for the Brooklyn Nets, and he's no stranger to public scrutiny. He's defended reposting tweets from Alex Jones. He, at least at one point, was a flat earther, and last year he made the decision to sit out almost the entire NBA season due to the vaccine mandate in New York City, where he plays. All of those are separate instances, and you're allowed to feel however you want to feel about them. I only bring them up to show you that Kyrie has definitely had negative attention before. And to be fair, Kyrie has also done a lot of good during his career. He's been a huge proponent for the WNBA. He's donated a ton of money to City Harvest and Feeding America and donated meals and masks to the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. But this weekend, he got himself into hot water again when he posted a link to a movie called Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. The movie came out back in 2018 and has been widely criticized as a vehicle for anti-Semitic disinformation. And for their part, the Nets front office has condemned his tweet. And Kyrie has tweeted in response to the backlash, saying he is firmly not anti-Semitic, but he's also doubled down and defended his right to post that link and whatever else he wants on his Twitter account. And although Kyrie has deleted the post that he still is defending, it didn't stop a group of people from sitting courtside last night to protest Kyrie by wearing black shirts that read fight anti-Semitism while they heckled Kyrie. The FDA has released a warning that one type of amoxicillin is in short supply. Amoxicillin is the antibiotic used to treat issues like whooping cough, urinary tract, and ear infections in kids. It was that pink medication we would drink as kids, and it kind of tasted like bubble gum. This shortage means that parents may have to visit multiple pharmacies to pick up a prescription or may need to ask their doctor for an alternative medication. Some pharmacies may have the ability to adjust the strength of their supply to help meet demand. 
One manufacturer of this drug said that the shortage is due to a significant uptake in the demand of amoxicillin. If you've got a sick kid and you're headed to the doctor's office, this is something you want to discuss with your doctor as they're writing a prescription. Even though 2022 is coming to a close, the investigation into the attack at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, 2021 is still going on. And yesterday, in a federal court, one of the members of the far-right group Oath Keepers took to the witness stand to testify against his former allies. The Florida man pled guilty back in June, and part of his plea deal was to testify in court against the leadership of the Oath Keepers. And his testimony yesterday touched on a range of details, from why he joined the group, the influence of Facebook and YouTube in his radicalization, the group leaders mentioning they had direct contact with either President Trump or his close allies, and discussing the protective gear used by the police with leaders of the Oath Keepers to determine how effective or ineffective their weapons would be if used on police near the Capitol. The witness said right before the storming of the Capitol is when he and his sister, another member of the Oath Keepers, who has been arrested, decided to leave the scene and hide out in North Carolina. This is the second convicted member of the Oath Keepers who has taken the stand against the group. And with their sentences still pending, yesterday's witness admitted he hopes his testimony reduces the sentencing he still faces. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. After about 100 years of taking sidewalks away in New York City to make room for cars, they just added 19 feet of sidewalk to a part of 8th Avenue. So during peak afternoon rush hour in New York City, almost 12,000 commuters are pedestrians, while only 1,400 commuters are in a vehicle. Yet when looking at road share, 30% of the road was going to pedestrians and 60% to vehicles. The remaining 10% went to cyclists. That means 88% of the people using the street only got 30% of the space. And if you've ever walked down a New York City street during rush hour, you know how crowded it can get. So this is great news because more people are walking and by doing this, more people are going to want to walk because it's going to be a nicer experience and hopefully other cities will follow suit. You probably don't need me to remind you of this, but social media is a crazy place. China owns TikTok. Elon Musk owns Twitter, and YouTube and Meta seem to change their algorithm like every day, making it harder to actually connect with the people you want to see in your social network. The reason I bring all of that up is to remind you to sign up for our newsletter. It's the absolute best and most direct way we can reach you, and we make it a point not to send out spam-like messages every day because we know how annoying that is. We also know that trusting us with your email address is a pretty big deal, and we would never want to make you feel like that was a bad decision. So we usually only send out one email a week, and sometimes we don't send any. I'm going to tell you the two easiest ways to sign up for our newsletter. The easiest and most direct way is to go to the morningshowpodcast.com, click today's post, and find the link for the newsletter. If that seems difficult or if you're having trouble finding the link, you can always send us an email directly to hello at carlamoraneanthony.com, and we will get you all signed up. Let's play Cover Lovers. All the songs you know and love, but different. One of the things that we can't stress enough every time we play two-second tunes or like we're playing today, Cover Lovers, yeah. is everyone that fills out the form to play tells us kind of their musical interests when they graduated high school, things like that, and then we cater the game to you. And we found out 
that both of our contestants today are fans of some classic rock bands. So we decided we were going to play all classic rock songs, but all of them will be done in the 8-bit format. So it's going to sound like old school Nintendo video games. Now, (laughs) Now that we got that out of the way, Carla Marie, can we get to know our contestants? Yes, we have husband and wife, Kim and Gary, coming to us from Illinois. Good morning, Kim. Morning. You are not confident about today. I know it. You keep saying it. We'll see how it goes. And then, Gary, we didn't know that you were a gamer until we just logged on. You have a gaming setup. So I feel like the 8-bit theme is going to be more in your wheelhouse. Yeah, the only thing is I was more Sega than Nintendo. Okay. Okay, well. I was Nintendo. So you were more of a 16-32-bit guy. I get it. (laughs) Well, we are going to kick it off. Carla Marie, who's going first? Kim's going to go first. All right, Kim. Are you ready for your first cover lover's clue? Sounds good. Remember, classic rock song in a video game style. Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. I told you. There we go. I told you you'd be good. Two points off the bat. You're not part of the Zeros Club, which is very good. Now we pivot over to your husband, Gary. Gary, here is your first cover lover's clue. I know it's I love rock and roll, but who is that? Was it Joan Jed, I think, or no? I wish I could help you, but I can't. <laughs> no, that's what we go with. I don't think I, I don't know who's ringing. So final answer? Yes. Joan Jet, I love rock and roll. Two points. Well done. I mean, Britney Spears did cover it at one point on one of her albums, but... Well, that's why I was very clear early on. Classic rock. Okay. Although, I mean, at what point does Britney Spears become, like, classic? All right. Not right? yet. Let's let's slow right. your roll there, no. buddy. Moving into round two, I believe we are tied. Yes, we are. All right, Kim, back over to you. Your second cover lover's clue. Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. You didn't sound confident. Do you want to lock that in as your final answer? <laughs> yeah. Still not confident, but you did lock it in. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> um, Still perfect. We should point out that Kim is playing this game with a three-month-old on her lap sleeping. <laughs> is the baby sleeping? Yes. Okay, for now at least. Yes. <laughs> in round two. We are still perfect. We pivot back over to Gary. Gary, here is your second cover lover's clue. Oh, was it? I think it was ACDC and shook me all night. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. (laughs) One point. 
So it was ACDC. However, the correct title would have been You Shook Me All Night Long. Uh, you, you were there. You had some of the words. That was close. Not Ooh, all but. of them. That's no. our first miss, though. It is. And as we enter round three, let's get a score update. Kim has four. Gary's right behind her with three. All right. Still anyone's game. Kim, if you get both points here, you can box out your husband, Gary, and prevent him from winning. You will be our champion today. Here in round three is your next Cover Lover's Clue. Well, you're both laughing, which leads me to believe at least one of you knows the song. No, that was a no fair at all one. Really? There is no way she's not getting that. Well, Kim, that's a lot of confidence in you. Journey any way you want it. Journey <laughs> any way you want it. Before we tell you if that's right or wrong, I need to know why Gary says that's unfair. Oh, it's her favorite band. Oh, well, <laughs> that explains the two points and the win. Congratulations, Kim. You are today's champion. Oh my god, that's awesome. Now I feel like this is these are just fun clips to play. So, so should we do the last one? Yeah, let's do it. All let's right, have... Gary, this is what your clip would have been. Kiss, I want to rock and roll all night. Well, that would have gotten or you. I want to rock and roll. One yeah. point. Rock and roll all night was the name. Yeah. But. Hey, Kim. You know, I'm, I'm so, sorry, Gary. I'm so excited that Kim won because she truly this whole time when we were emailing was like, there's no way I'm going to win. He's going to beat me. Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. And look at this. Straight. Yeah. Like, perfect. Yeah. Zero incorrect answers on Kim's side of the uh, the scorecard. Congratulations one more time. And thank you guys so much for making the yeah. Morning Show Welcome. podcast part of your thank morning. Thank you. Oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Space nerds, this one is for you. China just took a big step in the international space race. Yesterday, they launched the third and final piece to their Chinese space station, fittingly, as they marked the third decade of their space program. Once this third piece docks with the rest of the Chinese space station, the three-person crew that's already up there will make sure all the necessary pieces are attached to finalize the station. They'll run some tests, conduct some experiments, and do some spacewalks. And one of the reasons this is such a big deal is because China was actually excluded from the International Space Station because of America's concerns about the overlap between their space program and the Chinese military. And although the Chinese space station has received no help from our country, they have at times worked with the European Space Agency to conduct experiments, and they have worked with individual European countries along with Pakistan, Russia, and the UN. If you missed our show live on Twitch yesterday, it was fun. Anthony and I dressed up as each other for Halloween. And while we will be back to our plain old selves today, the show will still be a good time. Today, we're talking about why Anthony feels bad for Tom Brady. And I am not going to stand for that. Not here for it. But the cool part about Twitch is that you can give your opinion too. You can either use the chat function. It's basically like an AOL chat room. Or you can call in live. Yes, like use your phone and actually speak into it and not just text. It's wild that it does that. You can watch or listen this morning, 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. East Coast time at twitch.tv 
slash Carla Marie and Anthony, or just search our names in the app or their web browser. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. If you're not a football or baseball fan or a sports fan in general, then you may have missed this news. But in Pop Stop, where we talk about pop culture, sports and entertainment, I feel like this is appropriate. So yesterday, Game 3 of the World Series, which was supposed to be played in Philadelphia, was postponed till today, which sets up a really cool thing on Thursday. The World Series, as you may know, is the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies. They'll play Game 4 of the World Series in Philadelphia on Thursday. Meanwhile, on the football side of things, down in Houston, the Houston Texans will be taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Thursday Night Football. So on Thursday, the only football and baseball games you'll be able to watch are between Houston and Philadelphia. For the first time ever, there are no male artists in the top 10 of Billboard's Hot 100 chart. That's because for the first time ever, one artist has all 10 spots. Can you guess who it is? I'll give you a second. Yeah, you got it right. It's Taylor Swift. All of the songs are off of her latest album, Midnight's. Yesterday, she surpassed Drake, who held the previous record with nine of the 10 songs on Billboard's Hot 100 for his album drop last September. Yesterday, when the news broke, Taylor tweeted, 10 out of the 10 of the Hot 100 on my 10th album, I am in shambles. She also now ties with Barbara Streisand for the female artist with the most number one albums. And the number one spot goes to her song, Antihero, and that's the one you are hearing all over TikTok and Reels where she says, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Yeah, because we can all relate. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. I've got a new place where you can rent your clothes. It's called Armoire, and they're based here in Seattle, but they ship everywhere. And if you're like, did you just say rent your clothes? Yes, I've been renting my clothes on and off for almost four years, and I love it because I can wear designer brands or crazy things that I'm not going to want to wear often. There are a few different membership options. Right now, they have me testing out their unlimited membership, which is really cool because you get six items per month and then you can switch them out as much as you want monthly. There are other tiers as well. I put a link at themorningshowpodcast.com because if you click that, you can get up to 50% off your first order and then I get a referral for sending you. I'm telling you, it's awesome. I rented a BCBG jacket, which I would never normally buy because it's almost $300. I love it. I even put a photo of me wearing one of my rented items. It's all at themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. We have to give a very special birthday shout out to Hudson, who turned 10 years old this weekend. He listens to us every morning from Walden, New York. Well, normally we save this for our Twitch show, yeah, uh, which you can watch today if you feel like doing it once this podcast is over. But as you know, if you've watched Twitch, this is how we celebrate birthdays. If you're Middle Eastern, you're very familiar with that happy birthday song. See all the things you're missing out if you're not watching uh, Twitch? I know. If you ever uh, have a birthday shout-out or something like that, you can always email us, hello at com. And, of course, 
Thank you very much to Lauren Ray, Jason Burrows, and Mike Meredith. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. 